The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great on Saturday afternoons at 1 o'clock. It's a two-hour show today. First hour is Holly Bauer for, Holly Bowers of Roofworks. I'm sorry, Holly. Sorry. Holly, I, I mean to ask you this, and now is the perfect day to ask you. Is there a Christmassy reason why you are named Holly? No, I'm actually born in July, so I'm not really quite sure where that name came from. So. Okay, all right. Well, Holly Bowers from Roofworks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. We're talking roofs. Uh, Brock was in the roofing business, am I right, in Texas? Long time ago, yeah. A little, little over, what is that, 12 years ago. Okay. Is when I, I got out of the roofing industry and, and started focusing on insulation and mold remediation and that kind of stuff. There's no question you can ask about roofing. We don't have, and if these two can't answer it, I will. <laughs> I'll give you an answer. You're learning a lot, though. That's for sure. I'm trying to learn a lot. The uh, the the funny thing before we, you know, turn on the microphones, we're talking about terms and conditions. If your roofer hands you a contract, and it's got these, oh yeah, by the way, we run into this. It's not us. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? You know, that's a, a kind of a new topic for us to discuss today. You know, Holly and I are on this show so often. It's yeah. nice to, to go over new things. So terms and conditions pages. Um, I'm sure Holly and I have uh, pretty close to the, the same opinion on these things. But terms and conditions pages are designed to protect the homeowner from the company and protect yeah. the company from the homeowner. Sure. In my experience... Companies that have three items on their terms and conditions page are, are typically a very new company. Yeah. Um, most of the time, the more experienced companies, there's a, a page or two of these terms and conditions you have to read through. And what that boils down to is every term on that page yeah. has has bit that company once before. <laughs> okay. Right? So you make a rule, you, you put it in your terms and conditions to ho hopefully prevent that kind of stuff from happening in the future. So it's very important to read each term and condition, make sure you understand what you're signing. Yeah. Uh, heck, I even have my wife read it over. She's an English major. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> if there's something that I miss, yeah. she picks it up pretty quickly. But it's very important. Yeah, and to chime in on that, so we we call it our what to expect notification. And, sure. and basically it, it identifies every single issue that could potentially be a problem in a full roof replacement. Because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. And if we don't make it aware to the homeowner that – you know, just for instance, dumpster on a driveway. Sometimes if your driveway's got, you know, it might be sloped and topography is a little different, that yeah. the driveway could crack because the dumpster cracks it. Okay. Um, gas lines is another big one that we talked about a little bit ago. All right. Now, hang on. Now, I'm not an expert on home construction at all, but should, should the gas line be anywhere near the roof? It can be near the roof. It can't be so close to the roof. Um, so if you have a, a gas air handling unit, all right, you run the gas in the winter to heat your home. Yeah, okay. Okay, right. gas heat. 
I believe. Yeah. A lot of customers have their gas air handling unit up in the attic space, which means the gas lines are running up through the attic. Okay. Now, you're supposed to, if you have those mounted to the bottom of the roof deck, you actually want them mounted to the bottom of the roof rafters, the joists themselves. Right. Right. Every once in a while, and we actually ran into this a uh, couple of weeks ago with another one of our contractors. They were putting a roof on a house, and whoever installed the HVAC originally installed the gas line about an inch and a half away from the roof deck itself. Okay. So All when right. the roofing company came in and installed the roof, they were shooting in nails exactly how they're supposed to. Okay. But one of those nails went through the uh, back of the roof deck and punctured the line. Hmm. Now, terms and conditions. That's a that's a tough situation because whose fault is that? Is right. that the roofers? Oh. They were doing what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Is it the homeowners? No, I doubt they knew the line was, was mounted where it was. Sure. But companies have to write those types of terms and conditions in. Look, we're under the impression your house was built correctly. So when we install our product, yeah. if we uncover an issue, if we find another problem, or yeah. we realize that another contractor caused one, right. We're not accepting responsibility for that problem. Well, that makes sense. Sure. Now, you know, an inexperienced company wouldn't have that in their contract. So they would have that awkward conversation with the homeowner. This is what happened. We couldn't have prevented it. You know, it, it, it's tough. But always read the contracts. Always read the terms and conditions because there might be one in there that you disagree with and right. you have questions about. Right. You want to get those questions answered before you have the work done. That's right. And like nails popping on sheetrock, it happens a lot during roof replacements. Um, skylights. Skylights are a big one in question. Because really? With skylights, you know, generally we'll inspect it and let you know if it needs to be replaced. Right. But say we tell you that and you opt out, skylights are just like windows. Once the seal is broken a skylight, the skylight itself needs to be replaced. We can do all the flashing work, but if you opt out to replace the skylight and right. we recommend it and you do have a leak and it's coming from a broken seal, that skylight needed to be replaced. But so that's you something will... But you install skylights. Oh, we definitely do. So the smartest thing to do would be to have you replace it. That's right. But, I mean, we just want to make sure we're making all of these notes and making sure the homeowner is aware of all of these things that could potentially happen. Picture frames falling off a wall. I mean, there's a lot of vibration going on up there, and that could potentially happen. So we tell homeowners to take pictures off. Right. Debris comes in the attic if we got to cut the ridge out. So there's just so many little things that it's... If, especially for someone that's never been through a full replacement, right. it's really important that they that they understand the potential, you know, things that could happen versus what what they're really going to expect. And there's even some funny ones in there, like one of our terms and conditions. And if you read it, it's like what? Okay, if there's a problem on the job site, yeah, we have it in our terms and conditions that we're allowed to go out there and fix and repair that problem. Okay. Because I've had a customer in the past that realized there was a problem uh, weeks yeah. after we were done, yeah, yeah, yeah. had another contractor out to fix it, called me and said, hey, here's the bill. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know about the problem. Shouldn't you have called us and told us what was going on? Yeah. So yeah. now that's in our terms and conditions. That's kind of how a lot of these pages get written up is how do we protect the company? How do we protect the homeowner from the company? All right. Well, I, I want to make you both aware that should there be any 
loss uh, on the talk show end of this radio program today. It, uh, I am uh, WPTF and Dave Alexander are not responsible. <laughs> it's your first ter- first we term and condition. You know, we. I we, think that's happened a couple we, times. If there's yeah. any right, there's any dead air. It's not my fault. Somebody else's. It's somebody else's fault. All right, Holly Bowers from Roofworks is here. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, and our number. 919-860-9783. Oh, heavens, look at what's going on. There's one piece of paper that, see, I've worked here for 20, I've worked here for 20 years. For 20 years, there's been a piece of paper with the telephone number taped up to the window. Now it's a door. It's coming loose and it's flapping. <laughs> so half the time, I can't see what the number is. We think that's the right number. Seems like you'd have it memorized. You would think so. 919-860-9783. Eight three, uh, you got a question for Holly Bowers? I've got a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. Go ahead, call me right now, Holly. I had somebody come up to me and say, you know, the the Roofworks people. I bet you they would not put a roof over a roof. No, typically we we don't want to do that. And, it's and not- yet there are some people who would do that. They do. I mean, really, it's the only savings that you're that you're really going to have is just the labor, the tear off part, and right. maybe an extra dump fee. It's not worth not tearing the whole roof off. You're not saving enough for it to make sense for you to do a layover. All right. So, is there any negative interpretation I can come up with when I see a roof over a roof? It's just somebody saved a hundred bucks. Yeah, on. most likely that could a few, be a few hundred. Cases. I mean, the the tear off is not overly expensive. The dump, I mean, the dump fee is yeah. what it is. They charge by the weight. So yeah. when you're pulling a lot of shingles and asphalt and nails and stuff like that off, there there can be a lot of weight. But it look, it's going to have a problem. It's going to leak. And, and it's and really what? hard to find leaks. It's really, yes. really hard to find leaks. And and once it starts leaking, now it's damaging your insulation, your drywall, your supports, right. your you know your roof deck, your shingles. Right. I mean, it it's it's not a problem you want to take on. No, and leaks are also they cost double because you have to go back with two layers of shingles, so it's more labor intensive as well. So on right. the back end, you're going to end up spending a lot more because you did that versus just doing it right the first time. Somebody somewhere has to find out where the leak is, right? And and somebody somewhere is going to have to remove that interior layer. Yeah? Someday. someday. Well, yeah, actually, this, this last week, I had a, a, a homeowner reach out to us and said that they had a roof leak. Yeah. And that roof leak has uh, since been, been fixed. Uh, the HOA came out and, and replaced that section of roof. Oh, God. Well, this apparently was a while back, okay? So when she called me out, she said, well, there was some damage from the leak that we never had fixed, and we want to go ahead and get it done. Sure. Well, when I went in on the outside wall of one of their bedrooms where the the soffit would be just over the window, you could see the ceiling was starting to turn black, Mm. black dots all over the ceiling. Okay. And and, and that's just, that was a water issue that was never remediated. Right. Unfortunately, she had a popcorn ceiling. So that's not one you can just sand down. That drywall is going to have to be cut out and replaced. Yeah. The insulation is going to go with it. It 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 can uncover once you have a, a water issue. Right. It will cause it can cause you issues years down the road. 
if it was not remediated very quickly and the damage was not fixed very quickly. I think that a lot of people, even if they've had a little bit of a leak, Holly, they ignore it. Honestly, unless it's a really big thing. Well, I mean, it takes a while to show itself on the inside, first of all. So it could have been leaking for two years, and then you finally just notice it because you have a stain in the ceiling. And that's what Brock was saying. I mean, when you run into those issues, to think that it's been leaking for two, three years, I mean, you probably have a lot more going on than you realize behind that wall. And at at that that point, it's going to be costly. But at that point, you've already messed up the insulation, the drywall, you know, possible rot and whatever. Most of the time. And even uh, we get a lot of customers that how they find the leaks as the water is coming down through a can light. Yeah. Coming down through a ceiling fan. Yeah. Well, it's mounted to a a floor or a ceiling joist. Again, we call them floor joists because we work in attics. But it's mounted to a ceiling joist. So. Yeah, if you have a roof leak and it's pooling on the back of the drywall, it's going to find a hole to come down. That's normally a can light, a ceiling fan, a fixture that you have up on the... Any kind of penetration. Any kind of penetration yes. at all. Or you you punch a little hole to hang something, and next thing you know, there's gallons <laughs> there's and gallons, gallons of water. water coming out. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. that doesn't happen. Open the floodplains. It, it, it happens. All right. Telephone number 919-860. can't read the rest. 860 9 one 9783 $25 gift certificate from uh, Cape Fear Seafood Company with two locations in Raleigh, Spring Forest, and Village District. Could be yours should you dial us. 919-860-9783. And this is Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Dave Alexander along with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Holly Bowers of RoofWorks. Holly I'm going to hire you guys to come out and visit my roof because I don't want any, no, no surprises. Okay. Please explain to me how often I need to get that done. Yeah, I know we talk about this a lot, but the annual roof, I mean, it's really the best practice is to do it once a year, at yeah. least once a year. Um, if it's a newer roof and you've had your initial inspection after the work is done, yeah, you know, we'll basically kind of say okay you might every two years every three years but ideally doing it once a year is the best practice because you just never know we have storms you've got tree limbs that fall that could puncture holes you've got debris that piles up on roofs so there's so many factors that go into play and it's just best to have get some set of eyes on that roof even even these new houses that are going up i mean we're we're running into poor roof design and and poor roof install location of of exhaust and pipes and plumbing pipes yes yes it's it's unfortunately the majority unless it is a high-end custom builder most gcs most builders bring in a roofer to put in a roof that's going to pass code okay not necessarily going to cost a whole lot of money to have it done get the house sold make profit on the the property that's the job yeah the roof is 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 an important one um, you you kind of don't want your your 
GC contractor setting up the roof install. Most of the time you want to bring out a, a good local company, somebody who takes a lot of pride in what they do. Yeah. They're not interested in doing the cheapest roof possible. Uh, they want to do something that's that's going to hold up the test of time. And especially with the location of these exhaust pipes and these plumbing pipes, some of these, and, and Holly was talking about this off the air, some of these things are so close to each other that you can't flash them properly. I mean, talk to me about what kind of issues that can cause. Yeah, so we, we ran into one. It's actually an older townhome community, but they have um, all their penetration pipes. Or you got a pipe boot and you got a box vent. And not only are they right on top of each other, they're right against the wall. So it's like a triple whammy at that point. And so they had sent us an inspection report just kind of trying to get our input on it. And when you see things like that, it's you definitely don't want any penetrations or pipes up against a wall anyways because that's always going to cause problems. So, but what we w- would really like them to do is get those pipes moved, yeah. add some extension pieces inside the attic, and get those two pipes away from each other so that we can um, flash the flanges properly and also get them away from the wall. It wouldn't be that much work for an HVAC contractor to do, but it, it it's really going to save you some headache down the road because those are just really problem areas that could be avoided just by doing a couple quick fixes on them. The very few things on this show can I actually appreciate and now put into practice. So if I'm going to buy a house and I look up at the roof and there's a pipe sticking up awfully close to what the what the wall line is, What's the what's wrong with that? I mean, there's not enough gap between the wall and the pipe to flash it. It's going to leak. That's right. It's gonna, it's going to cause a problem down the road. You don't want anything against the wall. It's already okay. hard enough to make sure that those walls are flashed correctly to begin with. <laughs> I was going to say, but just you, the wall yeah, is hard. Then yeah. you start adding complicated issues like pipes and penetrations up next to that wall in the flashing. It's yeah. it's just not a and, good idea. And the same thing with two pipes that are near each other. Yes, because yep. you, you just want to make sure that you can flash all the way around and give give them enough space to be able to do, for it to be watertight. Yeah, you know, I can give you a good example of that. So we have a lot a lot of customers are having us come out to spray foam seal their attic space because they're converting it into living space. Okay. And they don't want to fur down the rafters, right? So you can achieve R value with less depth of spray foam than you could with insulation. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have a gas unit, most of those gas air handling units have an exhaust pipe that come off of it and what's referred to as a fresh air intake. Yeah. If you yeah. foam seal your attic, you have to route that fresh air intake outside because we have sealed all the ventilation. So if there's a gas leak and it's yeah. drawing its fresh air from that attic, yeah, it's going to recycle thing. gaseous air through the house. Yeah. Well, I cannot tell you how many of these HVAC guys have gone out and put one of these in and run it right next to the exhaust, which isn't a huge deal because they're not running at the same time. The problem is, again, sealing it properly, okay? So within, I don't know, a month or two, all of a sudden you start getting these little trickle leaks because it wasn't flashed in the right way. It happens all the time, yes. Yeah, and it makes it difficult for, you know, roofing companies to go out and try to find a good solution for that. So it's just, like I said, it's very simple to fix it and avoid it just by adding, you know, one or two more pieces of PVC pipe or even the... um, AC lines. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. Wow. And I think another issue, I actually had a customer that emailed, and I was really proud of him because he had a condensation line that was ran out the sidewall, and he asked what we thought, and it, I told him, I was like, just because it's on that wall, I'd go ahead and have them run a couple extension pieces down to the lower gutter system because you just don't want that water flooding out. I mean, it, for two more pieces of piping, it probably cost him 25 bucks. It just saved him from potential issues down the road. That's right. RoofWorks does commercial. We do. And and it also does large, uh, like, homeowners association. We do. I mean, we do, we do any and everything for every single type of roof system you have, whether it's a home, your business, condos, apartments, townhomes, everything, and, and every system. So if it's flat roofs, we can do all the membranes, we can do metal, we can do cedar, tile, slate, shingles. That's what makes us so unique and so special is because we have skilled, our team is so highly skilled in each individual practice that if you're calling and you want a slate roof, we're only sending certain people out there to deal with that because not all of our techs know how to do slate roofs. We've talked about specialists on the show before, and there's a lot of different specialists just in the roofing industry. Right. Right. And they all work for RoofWorks. Uh, they, they've got a pretty good <laughs> mixture. Have, yeah, of, we have an awesome good mixture team. of people. <laughs> we really do with a lot of years of experience, and it really takes that to have that knowledge and skill set to do, especially the high those high end jobs. All right, this is making your home great on WPTF. Making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF 919-860-9783. I've got a sandwich or two from uh, our friends at the Cape Fear Seafood Company. Maybe even a bowl of their world-famous chowder. I'm making it world-famous. Their catfish is world-famous. <laughs> I really? really enjoyed the catfish. They serve a lot. I mean, you it get was a good... It was a very healthy portion. Healthy portion? Yeah, well, enough like to bring, bring whom, uh, home bring home food with you oh okay all right good uh cape fear seafood company uh meal uh could be yours if you dial 919-860-9783 theoretically you could ask a question of brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier about the you know the crawl space or the or the attic or holly bowers from roofworks about the roof so I'm looking on your website, and they've got a series of questions. I've given up on coming up with my own questions. From now on, every time you're here, I'm just going to ask <laughs> their question. What might <clears throat> what might cause a leak in the bathroom, in my bathroom? Most I'll... likely, that's that's a pipe boot or a box bin. Honestly, those are some of the easiest leaks to Is fix. Is it really? Yes. You don't generally find too many other things outside of that unless it's just a shingle that has exposed nails. But typically, if it's in a bathroom, it's coming from a pipe boot or a box vent. And a pipe boot being the metal individual thing. So it's the white PVC pipe that you see coming through the roof? Yes. Or the the exhaust for the fan. And the the exhaust vents are like the black square box vents on the roof. Right, right. Um, And metal roofs. I want a metal roof. Mm, what that, kind? I know. The, I, I want the, the same grade that the school district's putting on their roofs. <laughs> yes. Out in Johnston County. I'll tell you what. Whatever it is, it's going to last forever. Those <laughs> yeah. kids are bouncing bouncing balls off it. 
and it doesn't doesn't bend at all <laughs> probably a standing well it doesn't bend i don't know about that standing seam i like standing seam yeah that's what good. does that mean standing seam it's just the hidden fasteners versus exposed fasteners it's the best way it's the best practice for metal roof installations because with exposed fasteners you're going to have maintenance yeah which means you're going to you're going to see all the screw heads yeah the standing seam everything is sealed by the seam so it keeps it watertight for a lot longer with less maintenance yeah, and roofworks does this we do i mean we prefer to do standing seam every time if possible right. um, and we can do any kind of roof we've got john's got some awesome zinc work going on down at the coast which zinc is becoming really popular why do, why do you want zinc on your roof dave yeah why do i want zinc because i want the zinc water runoff of course <laughs> i want the water to contain three parts per million of zinc i think for a lot of the no? zinc too it's, it's more of a design factor from you know designers and architects but it's really popular right now people it helps, love it and helps copper, with growth copper helps, obviously is great too yeah zinc strips like you know the growth on the roof yeah yeah a lot, we've had a lot of customers reach out i mean you guys have uh had experience with that it's tough you don't want to clean your roof but right. if you install strips uh, it can help keep your roof clean long term it's not a good idea to clean my roof because I was going to have the guy with the pressure washer stand there on the ground. <laughs> shoot, it, shoot it uphill. I mean, there's, there's much better products now. I mean, putting the pressure on the shingle from the pressure washer could break down right. the asphalt. So they've got spray now that you can spray up there. And yeah. it actually, when it rains, it'll kill that LG. So there's a lot of better things outside of power washing the roof. We don't recommend power washing the roof. Not unless it's, if it's slate or tile, it's different. But right. shingles, it's not good for shingles. How about the, uh, I mean, you know, we just went through the whole autumn season. There's there's a whole there's a whole collection of stuff on the roof <laughs> well, right that's now. that's getting up the there in hand. And the and the yes. pine straw. It, is it important to get that off? It definitely. That could always cause issues. It's clogging up the valleys. That's going to cause major problems. Are all valleys supposed to be metal? No. it's the, the, You don't need to have metal to valleys, but, me, but metal valleys obviously are the best practice, the okay. best way to do it. I mean, I'd prefer to have a metal valley if I had the option, but you don't have to have a metal valley. It's, I mean, it's not even that much certain, more expensive. Yeah, certain, well, certain shingles you actually do, like the Grand Manor that we mm -hmm. talked about, there yeah. are certain requirements, and the specifications on that do require metal valleys. Um, Presidential TL, there's quite a few different products that you have to have metal valleys. Be, because I see some roofs where there's no metal valley. That's right, and that's it's, probably your standard, you know, architectural shingle. Yeah, most, most roofs do not have exposed metal valleys. That's kind of a... It shouldn't be, but I see it a lot on high end homes, seven fifty and up. Okay, that, the, that they don't contain them, or they that do? they do. Yeah, they and, do. and okay. it's it's not that much more expensive. I mean, depending on how many valleys you have on your roof, you really you want to, most of them from the street view. You want to be exposed because it really does make the roof pop. It does, uh, it, and, and it, it really helps, does. It helps get that debris off too. Water runoff is cleaner. You don't have bulk standing water. I mean, it, it, it just, it works better. It looks better. What if, what if somebody has really ignored things for a while and we know that there's wood rot up there? Is this one phone call to, to RoofWorks? Oh, yeah. I mean, hopefully you didn't let it go that long without getting somebody out there. But well, yeah, I've give got us trees. a call. I got trees going in the uh, 
in the uh, we've seen that before uh, quite often <laughs> yes it's, it's oh you're but making just, me feel better about I it i know now. but the, i mean the thing is if you don't if you don't maintain it you are going to have to spend a lot more money if, and it's just unnecessary so be proactive that's always the best way to be i have a small tree growing in the corner of my gutter good for you been, been there for four months i named him tim welcome brock thanks thanks everybody <laughs> he's a member of the support group for we people need to who come out there <laughs> my wife is like what are you doing with that and i was like i just want to see how tall it gets before <laughs> i have to tear the gutter off I'm, eventually we're going to put decorations on it <laughs> and celebrate once a year we'll put lights put a little star on there no but clog gutters cause a lot of issues yep. and you don't want rotten fascia because that just gets behind the wall rots the fascia out rots the wall out and you turned a 250 dollar gutter cleaning project into right. a 2500 hundred dollar repair plus it's now more than likely causing issues with your crawl space once your gutters are clogged up and the drainage isn't working properly it, it spills over the top of the gutter goes down onto the foundation area and then yeah. you typically get water down underneath the house That's so right. it causes a bunch of different problems you don't want a tree in your gutter like me okay all right don't <laughs> Clean Don't your be gutters. like Brock. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home and do that today. Now, yes. thanks, Holly. How long have you guys had the showrooms the way it looks right now? So we moved in in May of 2018. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've been there since then, which I was so excited. That was one of my most passionate projects to do. I was really so excited about that. Why building. is it important to have a showroom? I can take a look at pictures. Well, because really with roofing, there's not really many places that you can go to see all the different types of products and you know colors and all right. of those things and i really wanted to have it set up like with kitchens you, there's a thousand different places you can go to pick out your kitchen yep. cabinets but for roofing people just don't look at it like that and it really needs to be looked at like that because the roof if it's done right you get your basic architectural shingle you're not replacing it again for 25 to 30 years so yeah. that's a big project to not take the time to realize that you have a ton of options and th think about this well you know later today walk outside your house look yep. at all the roofs in your neighborhood yep. i'm willing to bet you money 90 percent of them have the same shingle on it yeah they do, well in my neighborhood they do why same there builder. are hundreds and hundreds <laughs> right. of different types of shingles that are out there right you want your house to be unique and different don't get a gaf weatherwood right now, that's not a knock against GAF. That's no, a knock no, no, against no. the most common shingle in the world okay. is Weatherwood. You don't have to do a Weatherwood. Well, and a lot of it is the shingle colors go with your color schemes. And that's the big thing that if you can think outside the box, yeah. if you get the right color scheme going, there's a lot of beautiful colors in the shingle world and all these other, other products that really would make your house stand out so much. It's I the curb this, appeal. Yes. I was this close to green shingles. This close. I mean, that would have been if, different. If you had the right style home, it probably would look good. Well, the problem is. But you have is, to have the right architecture to like go Like a with log that. cabin, Yeah, maybe? and the no, right, you was, know, paint color schemes and everything else. It wasn't green like, gosh, like some people, you know, there, there's, there's some red shingles, all right? But it's not really red. It's mm -hmm. just more red than it was, mm -hmm. you know, anything right. else. I mean, it was a little dark and a little bit of red. It's with just a hint of green. And then my wife picked out blue siding. And green uh, and blue, I was told, it doesn't go together. 
Yeah, um, and that's why you really need to think through the roof colors because you're going to paint a couple more times throughout the life of that home, but the yeah. roofs you're not typically going to be replacing as, as frequently. And we talked about this earlier this week with even if you're building a new home, yeah. take the time and see what your options are because there's no reason just to go with a basic three-tab shingle or just your basic black architectural shingle if that builder has the option to let you do some upgrades and put a nicer quality shingle on. Can I even buy three-tab shingles? You can. You can definitely really? buy them. But during, during new construction is the absolute best time right. to put a really, really, really great roof system on. Yeah, you can still buy fanny packs, but I don't recommend I can, it. I can. I can. Can't yeah, I? You can still buy them. I just don't. I wouldn't go that direction. Can I still buy a Walkman? I don't know. A cassette Walkman? (laughs) That I don't know. No? We could find one maybe online. I don't know. I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is the, is the price difference between the lowest end and the medium end very much is it? it really just depends on what product you choose but like i said um, with new construction you already have a roof budgeted in your house already so it's just right. a matter of you paying the difference in the upgrade and if you could roll that into your loan nine times out of ten it's worth it's really really worth it now will you come in with a builder and put a roof on yeah well i mean we will be happy to help with that i mean I'd, I'd just be happy to know that the homeowners do know they have some options and they can actually do some really really great upgrades at that time there's some people putting in houses just around the corner from where i live and i i i'm looking at them and i'm i'm shaking my head because i know what they're going to ask for them and i know how big the houses are <laughs> and uh, how quickly they went up you know what i mean yeah and that's i mean and you there's so much to pick there's so many selections and it's overwhelming and that's probably why Roofs get overlooked a little bit more than, you know, your cabinets. You're going to spend more time as a as a new homeowner, a new buyer, picking out your light package and your cabinets and floor colors. But on the front end, the roof really should be thought like that as well. Skylight would be all right, too. Yeah, skylights you can add nice. skylights. I mean, that's why I said there's so many things that you can do that would make it that much more beautiful. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm finding a lot of these new constructions are not doing drip edge, okay? They're just putting up the, the underlayment, the felt, yeah. the shingles, and, and calling it a day. And, well, okay, well, your fascia is going to rot out in about three years. The drip edge is a metal strip, yes? Yes, it's the metal that, that goes around the perimeter of the home. It looks a, about like the least expensive thing it, I'm putting yeah. on it my is, house. It, it is, but really they're trying to save... They're trying to cut cost wherever they can, which yeah. is why I said it's not a great idea to let your builder or your GC be right. the one who contracts the roof. Okay. okay, when it comes to the plumbing, the electrical, the HVAC, yeah. that's all code inspected. Okay. Okay, so regardless of who you hire, they're going to have to install it per code. They're going to send out a building inspector to ensure it was done properly. Okay. Not for the roof. They'll come out there and they'll inspect the framing make sure the framing of the roof was done properly, but they're not coming out to make sure the drip edge was put in. They're not double-checking that the felt passes code for the incline of the roof. Bring out a roofer that specializes yeah. in high-end. Well, and I think really what's happened too, especially since the crash that I saw when I was in on that side, is just it's a lot more track homes now, and yeah. the custom homes really went away. And they're coming back, and there are custom builders around that are excellent, but... Right. Right. It's even the track homes. I mean, they should still spend a little bit more time and 
make sure they're giving them a great product because well, that's really important. The other thing is the track homes are now, instead of being 120,000, they're from the 300s. Even yeah. more, even, even more, more 500. Yeah. I've seen the them 500s. in the 500s. But that's even more reason to, I mean, because I don't like when I drive around and see a new a new townhome community with three tab shingles because I'm like, you know, they could have spent a little bit more and yeah. put architectural shingles on for them. And, you know, knowing that they're going to have to be replaced within 15 plus years. Yeah, no ridge vent. They put a three tab shingle up there with no ridge vent. These are the things that the the track and they call you know prefer yeah. the the yeah, track yeah, yeah. quote unquote track homes. They 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 skimp out on a lot of the things that makes your house efficient and and makes it long term, okay, something that's going to last a long time. Right. They just want to get these things up as quickly as possible yeah. and get them sold. So if you're building a house, be involved in the build. Right. Okay. Right. Bring in other contractors. Ask questions. Make sure that you're getting what you were, were hoping for, and you're right. not going to get stuck with a problem that was overlooked. Yeah, and it's more important now because they are everything is more expensive. I mean, even the interest rates are more expensive. Yeah. So yeah. If, if a builder is doing their due diligence to make sure their customers are taken care of, they're going to go the extra mile and spend the extra fifteen hundred dollars to be sure that they're getting a great product, and that's what it's all about. Okay. So teach me again. Because there's two things now that I gathered that I can apply tomorrow if I'm purchasing a home yes, or if I'm having a house built or they're to the point of putting the roof on. Well, and I, I'm not going to, I'm going to look for anything that's an intrusion, a pipe that's sticking straight up that's near the wall. Right. The second thing I'm going to look for is a metal strip drip edge. Does it only come to the peak? I mean, is it only on the side, the left and the right, or the whole thing? Whole yeah, thing. It's, it the should whole be picture-framed around. around, unless you have molding that serves as drip edge on the rakes, which you do see that often, on, especially if it's more of a custom-style home. Mm -hmm. And you, this, is, this is to prevent water from what? Getting behind, again. yeah, and on the rakes from getting under the shingles and getting behind the rake boards. And then for the eaves, it's to keep yeah. the water from getting behind the fascia and making sure that it goes directly into the gutter properly. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about So there's a method. There's a purpose. It's very important, very important purpose behind it, and it should not be overlooked. That should be one of those critical components that are added to every new roof that's installed. All right. I want to talk about ventilating. Because the, you mentioned ridge vent, and I want to teach people what a ridge vent is and what to look for when they're looking at a house. Because there should be ventilation. I should be able to see it. Yeah? Yes. All right. That's coming up next. This is Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We are in the pre-Thanksgiving um, edition of Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. Brock Hammonds of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Our two includes uh, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Justin Steps from Guardian Protection. You want to protect your home top to bottom? This would be the radio show. Holly. A ridge vent. 
I would describe it as a roof above the roof. Is that fair? <laughs> it's ventilation at the. You either have it at the ridge at the very tippy top of the roof, right. or if you don't have ridge vent, you should have some sort of fan, um, gable vent, some sort of ventilation that's circulating that airflow. And why do I need that? Because if the air is not circulated, your attic is going to get hot. Electric bill is going to be way too high, and also it's going to break those shingles down a lot faster because it doesn't have any. The, the attic can't breathe, and yeah, that's not good. Premature uh, deterioration of the the unit that's in the attic. If that's a air handling unit for your air conditioner, yeah, high utility bills, yeah, premature deterioration of the roof shingles because it's getting too hot up there. It's you know the best analogy I try to use with people is it's like if you're standing out on your your back porch grilling up for the weekend, mm-hmm. right? And the grill is 400 degrees. Yep. And as soon as you open that lid, just an inch or two, you watch the temperature grow from 400 to 250. Sure. Airflow can cut the temperature in the attic down drastically. So yeah. being able to have good intake ventilation and good outtake ventilation improves everything we just talked about. It improves yeah. your utility bill, makes your shingles last longer, helps your air conditioning unit. Your duct work, in most cases, is running through your attic space. Yeah. Well, if you can cool your attic off 20, 30 degrees... You're improving the airflow of your system, so it, it it checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, but my builder he he knows all sorts of stuff about that, doesn't he? He does, huh? And he's not <laughs> he's not ever building a house that he doesn't care about the temperature in the attic. We right? hope, we hope. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, especially nowadays, hopefully they're putting the soffits in and ridge vent. I mean, we don't we don't run across too many that don't have that. Right. So, I mean, that's just one of those things that if they're not doing it, I really wouldn't understand why. And if you don't have one, if you have an older house, okay, a lot of the homeowners I deal with have older homes. The roof has been up there for 24 years. They don't have a ridge vent. I pointed out, look, your neighbor across the street, that's what it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can have one put in today on the roof you already have. It doesn't have to be installed during new roof construction. Okay, if you don't have a ridge vent, reach out to RoofWorks. Reach out to a local roofing company. Have you, them come out and have it put in. Yeah, do this? We, we do that all the time, especially if, I mean, if a roof's 10 years old, we got to put ridge vent in. I mean, if it's if it's coming up towards the end of its life, it wouldn't make economic sense for them to do that right now. We just tell them to hold out and do it with the roof replacement. All right, now I expect to get 25 years out of the shingles on my roof. Are there are there some where the warranty is even longer than that? Yeah, I mean, with um, these manufacturers, they have the extended warranties, and yeah. that's we give that because we, I mean, if they're going to cover it, they're going to cover it. So, yes, there's then depending on what product that you put on depends on the lifespan of that roof as well. But if I don't have a ridge vent, and I don't have gable vents, and I don't have Stop. fans, I don't have a soffit fence. You don't have a warranty. I don't have a warranty. You don't have a warranty. And that's that's the terms and conditions in those warranty pamphlets from yeah. the manufacturer that you better read. Because they know you're cooking your roof. Yes. I mean, you're, you have to have intake. You have to have outtake. I find a lot of houses with intake. They have plenty of soft vents. They have no ridge vent, no electric fan. Yeah. They have two gables. Yeah. Okay, well, gable vents, I've said before, gable vents only work when it's windy. Yeah. It's not windy. You're not getting a lot of airflow going in through your gable vents. 
you need outtake ventilation, which is where the, the ridge vent comes in, a way for the heat to get out. Yeah, right. and then like we talked about, in the older style homes, before they came up with all of this technology, I mean, they, they did what they had. But now that all this stuff is available, I don't right. see, I shouldn't, we shouldn't really see any new construction without using these products because who, who they're there I, for a reason. Who do I call to get a, um, uh, a vent fan? A, a, like a solar powered vent fan. Who oh, do I call? Back. You guys yeah. know anybody? I, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, if you need attic ventilation between roof works and triangle radiant barrier, we, we can get you taken care of. We do solar attic fans. Yeah. We actually have roof works come out and install them for us. And roof works does ridge vents. So regardless of what kind of ventilation you're looking for, unless you want electrical. And again, I've, I've told customers in the past, I think electrical ventilation is counterproductive. You're using electricity to cool off the attic to save on electricity. Yeah, yeah. In most cases, it cancels itself out. So if you're going to do it, do a ridge vent, no electricity, no moving parts, nothing to break, or do a solar attic fan because right. uh, ours have a 25-year full parts warranty. It's funny because we put an electric fan in my old house. And it worked great. Five years. Five, yeah. Yeah, that's about typical. I mean, we've seen some that have lasted a long time, but yeah. I mean, it's not the norm. Most of the time, the, they burn out. Five, five to seven years is is the average. I found a few that have been fifteen, twenty year old fan. They're still going, but those are rare, rare, rare. They don't make things the way they used no. to. That's for and it was sure. and it was all drywall walled in there, dude. In order <laughs> made to of, get to made it. of iron, yeah. No, I mean it was it was yeah it was a big heavy thing uh -huh. up above the ceiling. In order to get to it, I'd have to cut a hole in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Maybe it would have been better to get a solar that would last longer. Well, it's good you had it, so I'm glad that you yeah. did. All right, Holly Bowers and Roof Works. How do we got? How do we get in touch with you? Okay, call the office at 919-852-2660. And you can also go to our website at www.roofworks.com. The website is, uh, and the company name, RoofWorks. Roof the way it's normally spelled. And then W-E-R-K-S. And check out the facts page, F-A-Q-S, the Frequently Asked Questions page. Very helpful. <laughs> Especially if you happen to be inviting Holly into your studio to do a, <laughs> do a radio show. All right, Brock Emmons, Triangle Radiant Barrier. How do we get in contact with you? Well, you could just hang around for the second hour of the oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could. I'll, I'll hang around, triangleradiantbarrier.com. And, 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 of course, for the second hour of the show, telephone number is the same, 919-something. Uh, Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Hour two of this show. We got Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Justin Steps from Guardian Protection. Um, final thoughts about roofing, Holly. What's the best roof in the world? The best kind of roof for me. If I would choose anything, I would go as slate. Slate. Yes, because slate is the absolute best. I mean, it's going to last the longest, and it is absolutely beautiful. All right, Brock. What would I go with? Yeah, it's hard to argue slate. Um, I would. I, I like the the asphalt. I might go with a Grand Manor asphalt shingle. Grand Manor. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. We'll be back in just a, a little bit, right after news on making your home great. The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests, and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group.
Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Hour two of this radio show, Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. Hello? I am still here. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dave. How's it going? It's going all right. Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. How are you doing, Justin? I'm well, Dave. Thanks for asking. Good. We are. We. He doesn't know what to expect here. Uh, Justin New guy. doesn't quite know. Guardian Protection. Tell me about Guardian Protection. So we've been in business doing small business uh, residential security for about 70 years now. Um, we're based out of Pittsburgh, privately owned, so we yeah. don't do a ton of marketing and commercials and things. And we've got some builder program action going on down here in the Raleigh area, Charlotte area with Eastwood and Drees. And we're kind of expanding on that footprint and getting out into the field and talking to people and trying to get people protected. How can you protect me and how can you protect my home? Good question. Good question. So uh, we do professional monitoring. Uh, a lot like our competition out there in the field. I'm not going to mention the names, but uh, there's a lot of professional monitoring companies. Uh, similar equipment, um, but what we do is we have two call centers or uh, monitoring stations, depending yeah. on what you want to call them, yeah. uh, which allows us to have redundancy. And they're both five diamond rated, which is the highest rating you can get in our industry. So when you have an alarm, there's several things that will go into action. Um, but that call center answering quickly and then responding to the issue quickly is what you're really paying for. Uh, and that's where we can back it up with the five diamond monitoring. All right. Now, what Justin doesn't know is that we're going to, on his behalf, offer a money back guarantee <laughs> from Guardian Protection. If your home is stolen <laughs> while it's being protected by Guardian Protection, Mobile home's not included. Mobile home's not included. <laughs> if it's already got wheels on you, I can't help you. All right. No, but, I, I mean, you, you'll you put in cameras, yes? We can. We can do cameras. Uh, that cloud storage is good for 30 days, so you get to own the clips. Uh, that footage is also encrypted. That's a lot of things people don't realize about cameras. If you're buying them from, you know, retail stores, buying yeah. them online, they're strictly Wi-Fi based. Somebody can access your router. Somebody can be using the cameras. You wouldn't know it. We right. encrypt all those things. Uh, that's where your cost difference come in at. But we do cameras, thermostats, lighting control. These systems nowadays, it's not just your security customer. We make homes smart. And that's a lot what we yeah. do for our builder communities smart is homes. making the homes smart. smart. Homes. I've got customers that can turn on their air conditioner from their phone while on a plane on the on the west coast like yes. i don't that is really neat some of the some of the fancy smart equipment that they're using these days and with the security system what well, can you tell me about these doorbell cameras so probably the most popular item in i don't know in security in a long yeah. time i mean yeah. they're hot um you know they're they do a lot of things so the ones we use are through alarm.com they're the leader in the industry when it comes to cameras, especially for your home with the encryption, the technology that's there. Um, they do what's called analytics. Um, fancy term, but really what it does, it'll tell you what's out there. So, Dave, we talked off air. Yeah. You get a leaf, a cat, whatever. You're yep. just going off all the time. These things now will tell you that's what it is. Uh, you can put a grid out. It looks like you saw it in a James Bond movie. You got yeah. this grid. You draw it where you want. 
motion comes into the grid, depending on what it is, you'll get the alert that you want or don't want, and it'll tell you car, person, animal. Wow. Uh, so it's come a long way since the first hit. Husband, yeah. wife. Husband. <laughs> My dogs have adapted to the fact that we've got that. The, the doorbell goes off. Bing dong. Anytime anybody walks by, the dogs look right at the door. It's kind of ridiculous. To Is that right? The truth. Oh, the cat, the same thing. Now, so, do you do you have to have an existing doorbell to get one of these doorbell cameras? Great question. Uh, oddly enough, we find in the field that the people that even have doorbells, they don't yeah. work. Right. Wow. <laughs> so, so in this case, there is a battery option. Uh, there's a hardwired <laughs> option. We got you covered either way. Um, that's a thing now. I see a lot of places they don't even build them on them. You know, you just don't even see doorbells yeah. as much anymore. I, 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 so. don't, I don't have a doorbell on my house. I just yeah. have a sign that says yell loudly. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why, but they never put a doorbell on my house. Well, and to add to that, if you didn't want a doorbell, the outdoor cameras, you can yell through them. There right? you, you go. So, I mean, it doesn't even have right. to be a doorbell. We can put it anywhere you want, really, uh, and give you the option of the two-way audio and the motion and all that kind of stuff. True story. My daughter left her car with the key fob in it, and she Probably, she was just taking the the young kids in the house. And in the time it took her to come back, you know, after dropping the two toddlers off in the house, thank goodness, this was the sequence she chose. Mm -hmm. Then went out for the stuff, right, in the car. Car was gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. A couple of knuckleheads drove it to Greenville. And I don't know whether you know about people who steal cars, but apparently cologne is their thing <laughs> a little heavy on the cologne huh <laughs> they left they left two things first of all it smelled like smell like cologne and and pot second thing was they left their driver's licenses in the car oh so which, they were geniuses oh they were just <laughs> yeah. tactical tactical geniuses but listen i want protection for my garage and garage area and my driveway so that we know who those guys are if they ever come back. Can you do that for us? 100%. So we even have it now where we can have access to the system where you speak. You mentioned garages. Yeah. If you're halfway down the block and you have our garage door, garage door sensors or controller, yes. it'll tell you you forgot to close it. Oh, so wow. you have protection to oh, that. I and then like that. Yeah. Almost all the time now, those garage door controllers are plugged in that's a great access for an outlet for us to get power for a camera that's a common spot i have one right at top of my garage looking right down the driveway i can cover the whole yard from there so that's a great vantage point but we have so much that can kind of tie into that to kind of keep you in the loop even if it's not on the camera now what about the smoke detectors are you able to to set it up where if the smoke detectors in the house go off it'll alert the alarm company 100 percent. and the other thing we've got co we've got smoke but if you have the smart thermostats tied in as well if that smoke detector goes off not only does it trip the alarm it'll turn the thermostats off to sh- shut down the hvac oh. to keep from ventilating it through the property wow. smart That's smart home really so smart. i mean it's it's so much more now than security that's the the fun side of it you know security used to be kind of black and white for lack of a better way of putting it but now yeah. it's yeah. i wouldn't almost want to say fun it's close to being fun <laughs> when it comes to what you can do in these homes justin you're not watching my driveway when i'm not there uh, i mean in other words 
You're not watching my driveway when I don't know you're watching my driveway, are you? We have zero access to the cameras. I'm so glad you brought that up. Okay. All of your Wi-Fi-based systems and cameras you can buy and do it yourself. Yeah. Anybody can either, one, access it through the router, but if it is through monitoring of some kind, they almost always have access. Ours is protected. We can never see them, indoor, outdoor. It's only for you to have. The cloud storage is for you to have. No one else is looking at you get in the paper you, you, at five in the morning. <laughs> you don't have it. You don't have the ability to squawk into my house saying things like "halt." Who goes there? <laughs> that's that's what you're paying us for, so that you don't have that happen. I don't have the we, we can record your voice to uh, play out loudly if anybody breaks into your house. That's a lovely house coach you've got there, <laughs> Mrs. Alexander. All right, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, also here along with Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. Brian, what kind of jobs you getting into these days? Dave, we just got back from the coast. Uh, we've been down there working a little bit. Yeah. Um, had a good job um, working with some nice folks down there with some ceiling angles. We had a lot of uh, just um, just a lot of wall and ceiling painting recently a lot of trim any damage from the the hurricane down by the down by the coast there was there you could you know there's a lot of there's always going to be some ceiling right stuff that kind of goes on with these uh replacement with the roofs so i mean when the roofs are replaced down there usually you're gonna have to deal with a lot of the the rot replacement or the the mold kind of down there so we've been cutting out mold and, and fixing the the drywall to get back up to snuff and, and try to get everything back to uh to good shape down there you know, we were talking earlier on the show, I had a customer last week, and they had a roof leak that caused some damage. Uh, unfortunately, the damage had gone on for about six months before they brought us out. She had a uh, popcorn ceiling in the bathroom. bathroom was up against an exterior-facing wall, yeah. and right at the top of where the wall meets the ceiling, you could see black dots really coming in heavy. Right. And she asked, you know, what, what can be done here? And I said, well, it's popcorn, so... We really don't have the option of shaving this down. You're more than likely going to have to cut this stuff out and have it replaced, and that's what you're running into a lot of. Yeah, we see that quite a bit, and and also the the, the festering through the wall. It kind of doesn't really appear maybe at one time, and then maybe six months later, it'll really kind of you know knock you down a little bit. And so it just it can it can happen gradually, and then it can just really kind of get you there. So you can have a couple big spots. Um, just appear and and have it had been going on for about maybe a year or two or three or, or more and um those gradual little leaks that we've discussed from the leaky roofs be it that or be it a leaky pipe or, or something a window that, or a window know, yeah. sideways sideways uh rainfall um that kind of gets in the house a lot when it's really windy so um yeah we're, we're doing a lot of those cutting them out replacing them and then um oil prime and paint so Lots of sanding, lots of dust. Somebody's idea that popcorn ceiling was a good idea. You know, somebody said in the 19, I don't know, 80s, yeah, you know it would be really good. We're going to make the paint. We're going to make this ceiling. Look like it's bubbling. Look like it's <laughs> Like you're blowing like bubbles in your milk. All right. On the other hand, if we want to get rid of that, do you know a guy we could call who could scrape that off? I think I think I do. I think I do. You. I do. We do. We do a lot of popcorn jobs. We love scraping popcorn. We love the prep work that goes into it. Um, it's yeah. very, it's a very detailed job. You know, there's a, there's about five or six huge steps that we have to take, and um, we take pride in our work and we do a good job doing it. Five or six. I mean, there's just so many things you got to think about. I mean, plasticking the house basically yeah. from yeah. you know seam to seam down the down the walls and, and across the floor. So it's a dirty job. 
Yeah, I've heard customers say, oh, we're going to scrape our own ceiling. And in yeah. most cases, yeah, yeah, they yeah, get yeah. about 10% of it done, and they're like, oh, it I don't want to so do dirty. this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the dust is there for days. I mean, you know, people don't realize dust takes a couple of days to settle. So even in the, the two days that you may not be working on it, the dust is still in the air. Yep. So. And you will take it from one end of the project to the done. Turnkey. And, and it's going to be flat as a... It's going to be brand new. A brand new ceiling. All right. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, Justin Steps of Guardian Protection, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Ask him a question, and I've got a $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company for you. Call us up at 919-860-9783 on Making Your Home Great on WPTF. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Our number is 919-860-9783. Bobby in Smithfield. How you doing, Bobby? Hello, Bobby. Can you hear me okay? I hear you beautifully. Go ahead. All right. So I I, uh, <clears throat> I purchased an older house Yes. here in Smithfield. Uh, I mean, it's got the glass fuses, cast iron pipes underneath. Yeah. We've updated all of that. My question is to these gentlemen, encapsulating the crawl space or just putting a, let's say, 6 mil or 10 mil vapor barrier, which is my best, which should I do? Well, um depends on what we're trying to achieve here if your goal is to make it where there's no mold growth underneath the house no moisture issues you're probably going to want to encapsulate it and install a dehumidifier now you can leave the crawl space ventilated lay down a, a good plastic i do not recommend a six mil if you're going to lay down plastic i would do a 10 mil reinforced or better um okay. especially if there's a lot of gravel under the house you can get a regular 10 mil but that tears fairly easily However, the 10 mil reinforced is nearly 10 times the strength, the tensile strength, yeah. for typically about $200 more for the material. So if you're going to do it, I would go with a 10 mil reinforced or better. Okay, that's great. Now, Mike, here's one deal is, you know, Johnson County, with all this clay, we have very a lot of humidity in these homes. Yeah. So my wife now, we've kids are gone, so we've changed one of our rooms into a, a dressing closet for her. She's put in, or we put in a dehumidifier there, and she's emptying out two yes inside the house. So I should probably put one of these underneath the house as well, you suggest. Yeah, I, I do. Now, there's two types of dehumidifiers. There's an indoor dehumidifier, which typically has a bucket that fills up with water, and you have to dump the bucket, or you can exactly. ro run a hose out of it. That's not the kind of dehumidifier you want to put under your house. The dehues that run under the house typically run a few hours a day more than one that runs inside the house. So most of the time, those dehues have about a three to a five-year life expectancy if you put them in a crawl space. So right. if, you're, okay. if you're going to do one under the house, I'd recommend looking into one of two brands. I would look into a Santa Fe dehumidifier. 
I would also look into an April air, like the month, April air. Okay. Those are two very good ones for crawl spaces. So if I get one of those that matches the square footage that I've got along with that reinforced 10 mil plastic, and I keep it ventilated, I should be okay, correct? Nope. You want to seal your vents. Okay. If you oh, keep I it do. ventilated, that would be like running the air conditioner with all the windows yeah, okay. open. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now, you don't it's, you don't necessarily have to encapsulate it, which is where you, you seal the walls, but you can seal the vents, then put a dehumidifier down there with good plastic. And, yeah, you're, you're pretty much going to achieve what you're hoping for. He's not going to just close it. He's going to seal it. No, yeah. That'd be like, you know, unfortunately closing the vents, there's still a ton of air around it. It would be yeah. like not closing the window all the way, but leaving it cracked. Right. You want to make sure you seal them. So we normally cut out foam board and we'll go into the crawl space, close the vents, yeah. and then fill in the cavity behind the vent with foam board and seal up around it with crack and joint foam. So oh, it wow. is sealed. Nice. And Bobby. Well, gentlemen. Yes, sir. If you don't want to do this yourself... <laughs> I got a guy. <laughs> how do we get? In, how do we get in contact with? Yeah, if you want to take a look at uh, our products and how we do installs, uh, you can visit us at TriangleRadiantBarrier.com. We do free inspections. So I'd be more than happy I've to. Jotted that name down, sir. Perfect. All right. Yes, thank sir. you, Bobby. Thank you much, guys. Thank you for the very. You guys have a lot of information. I appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. Take care. Thank you. Congratulations. Bye -bye. You have won a twenty-five dollar. Give certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company, two locations in Raleigh, Spring Forest, and the Village District. Cape Fear Seafood Company using the freshest possible ingredients. They specialize in regional American seafood, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts. They are at CapeFearSeafood.com. We've got Lois in Wake Forest. Lois, how you doing today? Hello. Well, you are on with Brock Emmons and, of course, Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting and Justin Steps from Guardian Protection. What's going on, Lois? I'm wondering, in a one-story house yes. where the furnace is up in the attic, yes. what should I do first? Should I get a new furnace yeah. already 35 years old? Okay. Before insulating, or you know, should right. I use bats on the ceiling? All right, well, hang on, Lois. Here's the thing Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting would like you to paint. What is the <laughs> paint, paint first? What is the color that you have on the walls now? Is it a genteel? <laughs> did you, did you, did you say that you're, you're, your uh, HVAC unit is 35 years old. Oh yeah, that's That is impressive. That is impressive. That is very impressive. Um, so insulation and HVAC go hand in hand. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Um, <laughs> if yeah. you're, if I could go in there and put in the best insulation in the world, and if your HVAC system is not running efficiently, it's not going to make the impact that you're hoping for, and vice versa. So if the unit is that dated, I would probably recommend having that looked at first for a few reasons. A, that is going to go out very soon. I'm shocked it made it 35 years. So 
if we go in and blow in a bunch of new insulation and then yeah. two years down the road you have them come replace the unit now they're kicking all your insulation around displacing it running through it yeah you you want that put in first and then we're able to come out and blow in the insulation so we can leave it uh, the proper depth without pathways of people walking through it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that answers that that answers my question. All right, she's got her punch list now. All right, Do Lois, you, while you're at it, Justin yeah. Steps would like you to put in a protection system, a guardian <laughs> protection system. Just in case your new HVA system would would get stolen, <laughs> I'll tie the smart thermostats into it so she can control remote. But I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm glad Brock was here because those two questions, I was looking at Brian. I didn't I didn't know where we were going. It's not my specialty. Right. Lois, the good news is I've got as many sandwiches and fish sand sandwiches and you know and, as you and can buy with twenty five dollars. As no, I've got more. I didn't. First hour, I didn't give away any. We have so much food to Ooh. give away so now. Congratulations, Lois, and whomever calls after Lois. Uh, hopefully, they got a painting or a. I don't want to get my phone. What's the number question. again, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just dial it. I've I've actually got a painting question for for Brian. Right. So, I've got a few customers right now that are um, trying to determine whether or not they want to do a full kitchen remodel or doctor up the existing kitchen and i've noticed with a few of theirs they have these really old school beautiful wood cabinets and they're yeah. wondering is it better to just replace the hardware and paint the cabinets put in new countertops or is it better to come in and rip out everything and redo it and i'm, I'm constantly telling them well you know you want a full kitchen remodel we're looking at 15 to eighteen thousand dollars or more uh starting probably starting yeah. in most cases yeah. and go north from there yeah but do you find that just putting a, a fresh coat of a, a high-quality paint, changing the hardware, really changes the, the look of the kitchen? I think it does. I think it, it, it really makes a difference, and it also helps people's budgets out because, you know, these days it's, it's, you, know, you want to save money where you can, and I think that's a great place to save money. All right, we're going to pick it up in just a little bit. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, Justin Steps of Guardian Protection. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Call us up right now. I've got more food to give you. 919-860-9783. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. I'm Dave Alexander. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. Brian Finch from Finch Quality Painting and Justin Steps from Guardian Protection. Justin, what is a Guardian IQ panel? So the IQ panel is made by Qualsys. Um, it's a panel that we're not the only company that uses. It's uh, the leader in the industry. Yeah. Um, the functionality of these things now, they're basically an iPad on your wall. So yeah. this IQ4 has a, a camera built in. It'll take screenshots of whoever's disarming it. So if you've got teenagers and you're concerned with who's using and turning off the alarm, you can yes. see that. It's got a live feed in it if you need to see that. It's got a glass break if you need to see that. Um, and it's got severe weather updates. Uh, oddly enough, if there's a tornado warning, yeah. uh, tsunami warning, fire warning, this thing will give you up to maybe 60 seconds before the news actually picks it up. It's straight from the weather service. Okay. Um, you you name it, this thing will just about do it. But that's the main brains behind the operation. 
but I don't have to remember a, 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 a anything. It'll recognize me as I approach it. Mm. No, it won't do that. It will do remote access, though. Remote so, like access. on your phone. What do you mean? So, like, you don't actually need to go to the panel essentially for anything other than yeah. maybe a panic button. Everything that's on that panel, there's an extension of it on an app on every phone, smart device you have, even a TV if you want to put it on there. So, complete control without using the panel. You'll actually find now that a lot of people put the panel in a master bedroom or somewhere that's not seen from an aesthetic standpoint right. where you don't really need to access it. Or I can even desk mount it, put in a little tray for you. You can, can carry it around. Ooh. Wait a minute. I can watch TV on that thing? No, you can just watch your camera feeds on that thing. I can watch my camera. All right. Well, and there's thinking, there's so thinking. many other cool features, like uh, the keyless entry. I've got a Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a lock on the, the door of my house. You, yeah. you can't open it with a key. Okay? okay. You have to punch in a code to open the lock. Well, you can also set it up where that's linked to your phone. So you can unlock and open your, your back door for your neighbors if you're out of town and they're coming yes. by to let your dogs out. There's so many cool features that uh, go with these these security systems. That is, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, that's a great example. One of the examples I like to use is if you do get a lot of Amazon packages or you have something expensive coming, Yes. if you've got the doorbell camera, you can tell the guy, hey, I'm going to unlock the door and turn this alarm off real quick. I want you to put that inside. And then the second he closes it back, you can lock it back, turn the alarm back on, and you're good to go. You have that functionality and flexibility now with these systems. Yeah, we, we put our camera on our back porch. We've got a wraparound driveway, so you yeah. can't actually pull up to the front of the house. It forces you to come around to the back porch, yeah. and we put our camera back there, and that's where we have all our deliveries made. So every time there's a delivery, we get the driver on camera, we right. get the box on camera, and anybody who is to walk up and try to take it, we're going to get that on camera as well. That's an excellent idea. All right, Guardian Protection, Justin Steps. How do we get in contact with you? So you'll call 1-800-PROTECT. That's okay. to our corporate office. Mm -hmm. um, right now we're doing something where we're running three months free. Um, it's a free assessment. Oddly enough, I don't know if this is a selling point or not, Dave, no, but well. I would physically be the one coming out to look at everything oh, yeah. uh, and uh, telling you what you need or don't need. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not an equipment salesman. I'm not in the business to go out and tell you yeah. you need every window and things like that. It's unrealistic to need that with the technology we have. I'm out there to maybe even give it to you almost right. as far right. as getting you set up. And then we'll do three months for free. You'll be into the you know first of the year, get through the holidays, protected from fire and theft and not pay a nickel. Okay. A lot of Amazon deliveries this, these holidays you're going to oh, want to protect. Yeah. That's, yep. Getting sick of that doorbell thing going bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we like, mute that noise? <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's my money going out the window is what it is. That's the sound of cash. <laughs> All right. Marsha in Cary. Marsha, how you doing? Fine. Good. I'm glad you called me up. What's going on? <laughs> I have a maple... Uh, cabinets in the kitchen yes. that are that are lovely, but um, I don't have a vent on the microwave. And around mm. the around the microwave and the, the cabinets, there's some grease, and I'm having a hard time getting rid of it. I've tried Murphy soap; that doesn't seem to work. Yeah. Do you have any other suggestions, uh, Brian? Uh, I would have to d defer to a degreaser. Probably just try to spray that on first and let it sit. And then um, try to come back and wipe it off, and then if not, some um, possibly some denatured alcohol. Agreed. Yeah. That's where that's the direction I was going. Yeah, denatured alcohol will really kind of help you clean it and nature, possibly. Nature, nature alcohol, you it's said. Denatured. It's a D E N A T U R E D, and it's a it's a great product. It comes kind of in a clear bottle usually, and you can get it at any hardware store. Oh, okay. 
And it's not going to take the, uh, what is she going to varnish. varnish or the whatever varnish, on yeah. that? It, right, yeah. It, it, may take, it may take the varnish uh, slightly, kind of dull it up a little bit, but you can, um, I believe possibly get that back with a little bit of um maybe some soap and water i think it's just going to clean that degre- that grease off but it may do something with your uh, varnish is your varnish um how old are the cabinets um the cabinets are 14 years old believe it or not oh yeah. that's not hey around here that's a young cabinet yeah that's a, that's, that's pretty young <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a brand new kitchen 14 years ago yeah. okay everything ripped out and it, it looks lovely it's just uh those little spots that are that are still tacky when I touch them right around the microwave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd soap and water first, and then maybe a, a little powerful degreaser, and then if not, the denatured alcohol. Okay, well, that's, I'll give that a try. Thank you so much. Marsha, I'm going to feed you. I'm going to feed you. Oh, you're going to feed me. $25 gift certificate. Technically, you'll have to actually go to Cape Fear <laughs> Seafood Company uh, okay. with two locations. Look at the... the per, you know, look at the coupon we send you. I think okay. we're handing out Spring Forest uh, coupons. They're also in the Village District. They use the freshest possible ingredients with regional American seafood, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts, CapeFearSeafood.com. Thank you, Marsha. Thank you. All I right, enjoyed that. On. So a couple of weeks ago, right, my wife is walking through the kitchen. She yep. has a candle that was lit that was on the, the, the island in the kitchen, and she was walking it from the kitchen into the bedroom. Yes. Now she blew out the candle when she was walking through the, the threshold, which yeah. happens to be yeah. where my smoke detector is. So, of course, our smoke alarms went off. You know, yeah. I jumped up and, she, oh, no, you know, we, we turned the security system off and got all that shut down. Yeah. And our alarm company called me um, 46 minutes after... <laughs> Uh, the smoke alarm went off, and they Dave, said, "Dave, do you know a guy that and, might could help him out with and, this?" Yeah. And they said, "They said, hi, this is this is blank security, and we were just checking in on your smoke alarm." And I said, "Yeah, that was almost an hour ago. The we, house is now down. We survived. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the call." And they said, "Oh, you know, sorry about, about that. Do, do you uh, do you guys call forty five minutes after an alert, or is it a little bit more Johnny on the spot?" So it's usually closer to <laughs> seconds, especially with life safety. So by law, all alarm systems have a delay so it's 30 seconds 60 seconds 90 seconds you can kind of set that so when the system is tripped you've got that delay if the system is armed when it comes to life safety that immediately goes to the panel as a an active alarm into our central stations so it's hard to pinpoint exact seconds but we're talking about much less than what you're talking about when it comes to life safety and you getting a phone call because at the end of the day um, even if you turn it off you're still getting a phone call I've actually had that come up before where well I disarmed it well, we didn't send the fire department necessarily, but we're still calling to make sure that you didn't right. just accidentally turn it off or whatever, and there's not an active event going on. CO detector, how important is that? Well, nowadays, uh, they're extremely important, and one big uh, probably mistake a lot of people make is they buy combo units mm-hmm. uh, at Home oh, Depot. Yeah. Well, if you put that yeah. on the ceiling, that CO is not going to help you a whole lot because it doesn't rise the way smoke does. Wow. So it's a separate entity really all together and we put them typically it's about four feet off the floor so it'd right. be about as high as you want it and same idea you can't smell it uh you know you you can be in issues there and not even know it uh and we've had several instances i think actually one of the uh ads that we play on the radio station here um is a you know actual event where the lady's talking about 
getting a phone call not knowing there was an emergency because the system picked it up. Wow. Um, so that's a big, big thing with gas appliances, gas heat. You're going to want that, uh, and you're going to want a monitored one because it, at the end of the day, it could save a life. Yeah, actually, we, we install CO2 uh, carbon monoxide detectors in crawl spaces. Yeah. Oh, really? And uh, just just a few times before, I've gone out to do a, a crawl space inspection, and I open up the door, and even before I get in the crawl space, gas hits me in the face. Really? It's like, uh oh, nope, I'm not crawling down there, and I have to get up there and knock on the door and let them know, hey, you got some sort of gas leak down there. You want to get this rectified ASAP? Is that what it is from a gas leak? Yes. Yes, but the CO technically, you don't have a smell, no taste, right. so you can still have that if you have gas appliances, gas fireplace inserts, things like that. You're going to want something like that to protect you because in the event that there is an issue, it might have been leaking in the crawl space in his case and he could smell it, but they were getting fumes from it upstairs that's just right. not smelling it. So that's right. uh, it's definitely a big life safety feature. I think that's something I'm going to look into getting at my house. That's a, that's a good feature to have. I, I, when I bought my house, uh, we had a, an insert and um, I did not know how to do the pilot light lighting properly. Yes. So I was down there lighting it and I felt myself getting a little lightheaded. Mm-hmm. So I ran out in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get some fresh air. Yeah, I'll, I'll be just, back. Uh, I had to I eject myself. <laughs> well, I, you know something. I don't mind telling you, those gas inserts. I I I think they should be built better. They're they're definitely they don't have instructions where you need them. The little clicky thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you've heard that click thing, and go you have, off, sometimes some of them you have to push in, some of them you pull out. I mean, that's exactly right. They're exactly. very, they're very tricky. We, it's a we very need complicated thing. <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean, honestly, the gas is free flowing, and your your head's right there. You're just like, exa- I, I mean, I'm with them on that. <laughs> and then you I'm, got the sometimes the blower will be working too, so it's not really in your favor to be down there at all. So. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> all right, this this makes sense. If you need some uh, protection, Justin Steps is here with Guardian Protection. Call us up for any questions about that. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Do not have him try to light your pilot. <laughs> Don't do it. It's just the wrong. It's a misfit. Actually, I, I did light the pilot last week, so I was kind you of did. proud of it. Yep, I've, I've learned now how to light it. My neighbor came over to help me after that happened. Victory. So, um, yep. Are you using a lighter to light the pilot? Well, it's a long lighter, you know. It was a- <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Not the short one. Not the short All right. one. All right. Talk to me, Brian, about older homes. At this point, there are still people with lead paint in their homes. There are, Dave. I mean, there's going to be lead in a lot of the older homes, and even in downtown Raleigh, and, yeah. and possibly Cary. Even um, you know, um, sometimes it's lead you won't see on the outside out actually because it'll probably be painted over a couple of coats, but it's still going to be embedded within that wood. So, um, a lot of these neighborhoods don't want that lead to seep out into the air, or right. if you know, there's definitely laws from the from the federal side and the local side that kind of state certain things that you have to do for um lead abatement really yeah what are what are some of those steps um i mean you know some of the some of these are most of them consider children obviously with the laws so you have to um be in certain proximities away from schools churches um you can't um have um, a direct next door neighbor um, under six years old, I believe, if you have that, you have to do fake walls all the way up to about 40 feet um, with plastic and do a, a plastic encasement, basically, of the whole house. So it's, a, wow. it's definitely a different beast once you have, if you have neighbors with, um, you right. know, um, It's almost like a fumigation kids. tent at it that is. point. Yep, yep. So you have to do a lot more steps 
with um with children involved in the area but if there's no children in the area then your um your steps can be a little bit less we've had customers before that have because we do dry ice remediation yeah and with dry ice it's it's kind of like a pressure washer but there's no moisture sure right yep so we've had customers before that said, hey, we have lead-based paint that's that's painted on the outside of our house. Can you yes. use your dry ice blaster to come up here and remove all the paint? No. And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel for you. I wish you the best of luck. But no, I'm, I, we're not trained on that kind of, of removal or the, the yeah. potential side effects or what proper PPE to, to, to use. Right. And that's and, kind of, yeah, that's the, that's where it gets, you know, you have to use so many, yeah. there's so many different things going on. With and that. we like our employees. I like my employees <laughs> very much. Right. We yeah. don't want them to, I want them healthy and happy. All right. Sounds good. Ryan Finch of Finch quality painting is here. Got a painting question. 919-860-9783. Justin Steps of Guardian Protection, you got a uh, protection question, a home security question. Call us up. Rock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Also, this is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. Brian Finch from French Quality Painting and Justin Steps from Guardian Protection. Also, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Dave Alexander from the radio station. And Leonard from Raleigh. How you doing, Leonard? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on to you? Yeah, I heard you guys say you got somebody in there talking about security system. Yes, got a guy right here. Justin. Yeah, I want to know what's the name of the company. Uh, it's Guardian Protection. So we're out of Pittsburgh, PA, largest privately owned security company in the country. Uh, we just don't do the big ads that you see from some of our other competitors, so we're a little under the radar here in the Raleigh area. Uh, okay, because I, I haven't heard anything on the radio about you guys. Uh, no. um, what do you have available for townhomes? I want something that's for the garage, the uh, back door, and a couple of you know monitors inside the house, I guess. Sure. So townhomes, oddly enough, in, in my side of things, are a little bit easier to do a walkthrough on because you don't have uh, like the larger floor plans where I've got windows, you know, 100 feet from a panel or whatever. So in your case, if the garage door is running off a motor, we don't typically do the outside garage door because you really can't lift against that. So it's the entryway coming in from that. Mm -hmm. um, and then your back door, sliding door. Uh, most townhomes have that sliding glass door. That's usually a, a security concern for a lot of people. We'll put in a glass break sensor, and there's also one inside the panel. So if, if somebody, instead of opening the door, went through the door, uh, you're covered there as well. So, um, you know, when it comes to equipment and along those lines, we try to get you the base system essentially for free. Uh, and that usually covers most of your townhomes without having a ton of additional equipment. Um, so you'd really be looking at not a whole lot out the door um, and then just taking over from a monitoring standpoint. Yeah, because I have right now we have this little thing. With the, I think we have the ring. We're gonna get the, we're gonna get the ring doorbell, but we got this thing called uh, Arlo. Sure. And I might have to watch it, but monitoring. I haven't checked the, the price of the monitoring on there. Sure. And our Arlo, uh, they just got into the monitoring side of things. Uh, when it comes to some of this do-it-yourself equipment, uh, that's where you're. You're paying for the equipment, and then if you yeah. look at the equipment, it's not this IQ4 panel we were just talking about. It looks more like a TI-83 calculator right, on the wall. It's, right. it's not going to do what our <laughs> stuff will do, and that's where they cut their costs. So the cost when it comes to monitoring on your do-it-yourself systems or rings or Simply Safes or whoever you want to use, it's predominantly Wi-Fi based first. 
and that's where they cut the cost in the monitoring because that's on you. You're the Wi-Fi. Right. Uh, and then it has a real light safety feature on the back end that will use cellular. Mine starts with cellular. You know, when was the last time a cell phone, we just lost all cell phone connection? Yeah. And that's been a while. So yeah. we primarily use that all the time, and but we have to pay those providers to use the cell towers, and that's why ours costs a little more, but it's also a much better service than you being dependent on your Wi-Fi with your alarm. Agreed. Right. Leonard, Hang on, Leonard. Able to monitor from where I am on my phone, though, if I want to, you know, checking on my phone. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, we're going to yeah. give you remote access to anything you uh, have there, and additional equipment, smart thermostats, locks, or even just the alarm and the fire protection. We're going to put in there. You'll always have complete remote access to that. Okay, so it's right. guardian, guardian, what now? It's guardian, guardian protection. You can call one eight hundred protect. Uh, okay. That will get you to the corporate office. That will get you the three months free promo, and then they're going to call me and send me out. So I'll come check you out, Leonard. And I don't want you to feel badly that, you know, you mentioned they're, they're, the company is out of Pittsburgh, but, you, but you're right here. I am. I am right yeah. here. Yeah. And I'm not a Steelers fan, so hopefully that nobody holds that against me. Oh, but we're, we're uh, born, born and bred right in Pittsburgh, been around about 70 years. All right, Leonard, thank you. George in Raleigh. George, thank you. What's going on? I've been listening to you guys and uh yes. see that you all are kind of against the popcorn ceilings. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I I just I wanted to tell you we've got a house that's about fifty years old. Yeah. We've got popcorn ceilings on it. Yeah. They're beautiful. They have never been a problem. <laughs> There's nothing peeling or coming down. They're clean. We don't have any dust. Uh, yes. We keep the house closed up, never open the windows. And I just uh, am kind of puzzled about why you all are so negative. George, let me tell you, I've been neutral to the popcorn ceiling I, thing the entire time, so I'm, don't I'm, don't put me in. I'm I'm actually the – put me, George, in the non-popcorn ceiling category. That's only because there's so much dust that collects on them. Now, not on yours, George. Yours never have dust on them. It's it's more of 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 dated. You know, I really liked bell bottoms, but there's yes. not a whole lot of bell bottoms out there anymore. It it just the the uh, way the trends went, it it shifted away from popcorn, and unfortunately, new home buyers, yeah, the younger couples, you yeah. know, forty years old and younger in 2022. Right. Those are the, the ones that are coming in and seeing it and saying, oh, no, I don't want that. I want it removed. Mm. So if you're ever planning on selling the property, not a bad thing to do. I think it would help increase how quickly you're able to sell it. But if you guys plan on living there long term, there's nothing wrong with it. If you like the way that it looks, then, then I would say just keep yourself happy and don't worry about it. Well, that's what I was thinking here. We had a friend that took them all off the ceilings. Yes. Uh, several years ago, and then they ended up selling the house, and the people bought it. It's a beautiful house. They stupidly tore it down. So all that money, <laughs> the down, they should have left it up there. They'd have gotten the same money when they sold the house. You know, we were talking about that when the when Tanya Hunt, our, our realtor, was yeah. on the show a couple of weeks ago. Do you spend the money to renovate your kitchen before selling the property? And we're, <laughs> look. Fifteen years ago, yes. Uh, in 2022, the way the properties are selling, no. Yeah. I mean, because they might come in and tear the house down. They might tear out the kitchen you just put in and put in their own. That's right. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I just wanted to kind of challenge you on that because right. we think they're okay, and and uh, we just don't see the need to take them down. And, and I know that younger people like them smooth ceilings. 
there's nothing wrong with a smooth ceiling. I've had smooth ceilings and I've had popcorn ceilings, yeah. and either one is fine. You're not going to be looking up all that time. So it's not going to bother you it's, unless you are a ceiling starer or something. <laughs> when the trend changes, George is going to be top of the market. George, yeah, here comes gonna, comes the popcorn. Your next house is going to have popcorn in it, though, right, George? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. Like that. You're talking about. So. <laughs> He's going to have it installed. Thank you, George. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yes, well, sir. I'll tell you You're what. Tell you what. You know, I don't want to get in the middle and be like an AFC. NFC thing, you know, where you just have some people who are just sold in one direction. But I don't mind telling you, nah, it was always too dusty. It was always well, too dusty. Even in my like house. the wood panels. You remember in the eighties, the the wood paneling. Oh yes, right. It's it's some just was a little furry. Yeah, yeah, some were a little furry. It just <laughs> it it got it got dated, and and that started coming down, and the popcorn ceiling started coming off, and they tried to shift in new trendy ways, and now that's where we are. Yeah, our kids today and their jazz music and their <laughs> hardwood paneling. <laughs> That's not music. <laughs> All right, Brian Finch. We talked about we talked about kitchens. Will you paint cabinets for folks? Yeah, Dave. We we, we love to paint cabinets. Uh, we we do a great job with the uh, oil priming process, the sanding, taking the cabinets down off the actual boxing. Um, we take them down. We take them to a a spray booth and we'll. Yeah. We'll do a lot of work with preparatory work, sanding, uh, priming, and painting two, two to three coats, depending on the, the sheen and depending on the effect yeah. that the customer wants. Well, Dave, do you want to spend $12,000 on new wood cabinets or no, $2,200 to repaint them with new hardware? I just, I, I, my cabinets got old. We sold the house. I've, I've seen cabinets go anywhere to, for between eighteen and thirty these oh, days. Oh, it's, it's insane! No and it's not even that many cabinets. I'm just like, gosh. it's it's insane. And yeah. and the cost just to paint them and the hardware. You're spending four or five hundred dollars in hardware down at Home Depot if you're lucky, and and a couple yeah. of thousand dollars to paint them. And you realize, well, I just saved myself fifteen thousand dollars. Now oh, yeah. I can put in. You know, gold countertops with the money that I say. I mean, Dave's the on-air talent. It's he's not really affected no. at all by pricing of anything at no, all. He's no, the no. on-air talent. All right, Brian Finch. How do we get in contact with you? Um, nine one nine six zero nine seven seven five nine, or you can reach out to us at info at finchpainting dot com. All right, Brian. That was too fast on the numbers. What is it? Nine one nine six zero nine seven seven five nine seven seven five. Nine six zero nine seven seven five nine, and Justin, the website is Guardian Protection. What GuardianProtection.com, or you can call oh. us at one eight hundred Protect. Make sure you mention this radio show, um, so you get the three months for free. And again, I don't know if it's a selling point, Dave, but I'm physically going to be the guy uh, that's going to come out there. So, <laughs> so hopefully, I've said enough things to give some confidence yeah, there. That's going to be uh, going to help. <laughs> All right, Brock, how do we get in contact with you? TriangleRadiantBarrier.com or nine one nine nine eight six eight eight zero eight. Take care, everybody. We'll be back next week with the best of show on making your home great.